Welcome to the Are You Screw podcast, the preeminent entertainment media conglomerate for all topics related to Rutgers University Athletics. Hosted by RU alumni Adam Helfgott, Mike Vorkanov, and Max Shiner, the show looks to provide gritty Scarlet Knights fans and those who for whatever reason are interested in Rutgers sports with a unique analysis of the athletic department and its programs. And also shopping card etiquette. Subscribe today and learn more at twitter.com slash RUScrewPod. And now, here's your hosts, Adam, Mike, and Max. Why are you asking me to bring it in? Damn it. Like, you know you know, I'm bad at this. I figured like, you would maybe just, I don't know, be in the mood. Because, like, I have... Like, I can do, like, the broadcaster. And welcome to tonight's episode of the RU Screw Podcast. Like, I can do, like, the professional-sounding intro... But if you just leave me to my own devices, I'm just going to start to trail off and say nothing of interest. Like, here I should have known better, but I, that was that was my bad for for those listening. I apologize. Uh, probably should have just gone right into it. Uh, welcome to another episode of the RU Screw Podcast. Taking some time off. We're uh, we're back. Happy New Year. Have we done an episode since the New Year? I yeah, really, I can't remember. Yeah, we, we did. did. Yeah, we did. But then I think we took another two weeks off in between. Three weeks. I think um, it's been three weeks. Three weeks, maybe, even at that point. So uh, welcome back, everybody. Good to uh, good to have you listening to us. Um, it is uh, Adam here and, and Max. Yo, remember that, my, wait, may, remember that thing we used to do where it was like, Max, hey, Mike, yo. Hello, hello. <laughs> oh, it, was, it was so bro yeah. and just bad. That oh, was, my God. That was dumb. Yeah. Yeah, we've done a lot of dumb things on this <laughs> podcast, but that was that was one of the cringier Cringier things we did to start to start with, aside from all huddling around around one table and one shitty microphone, just trying to figure out what this uh, podcast would eventually be. But uh, we've come a long way, have we? Have we? I don't know. But listen, we have a we have a song this episode, so we haven't had one of those in a while. I apologize for uh, how good or bad um, you think it's going to be. You'll hear that in a little bit. Uh, when we said no, Mike. Maybe uh, we'll get uh, our buddy Danny on as well. Wait, is it is it no, definitely no, Mike? I, I, mean, I don't know. It's as the, definite that's a, as it can be with Mike. The thing with Mike is that just a yes or no answer would be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> no, I can't do the podcast. Yes, I can do the podcast. Instead, it's that maybe maybe I'll show up. I mean, I don't in know. All reality, forget about a yes or no from Mike. I mean, half the time, you at least do respond to my, hey, guys, like, what's our schedule? Maybe we should do something. I mean, I never. I, out of How many texts does it take for me to get one response from Mike, would you say? Um, I, I will say that this last week, I forgot to respond, or I, or I didn't see the text. I will say that. Um, I had three or four, usually. Um, you know what? I, I think I think we might have to have another suspension coming up for Mike. I, th- I, I, th- I think we might have to suspend Mike. Then we might have to suspend you. We're just going to suspend everybody. Put our, everybody up. We're going to put the podcast on suspension. People would really like that, I'm sure, anyway. I mean, we're, so. we're probably going to have to, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't know what we're really going to talk about. Uh, a lot of, you know, Rutgers basketball has has been going on. And I'm, well, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. And I wanted to start the podcast off on a really, really fun note. I did. I wanted to have fun. But something, I got to be honest, something is, is, is bothering me. And I hate to be the negative Nancy off off the top but i it's gonna bother me the entire time so let's 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 get it out of the way i would like to do uh an angry adam we haven't i don't haven't done one in a while i think we're gonna need to do it from the start can i get my angry adam music sure it's time for angry adam what's got adam's knickers in a twist this week 
All right, so the snowflakes are at it again, Max. They are. And, and you know what? This happened a couple weeks ago, and we should have been more alert. We, we should have known that this was coming. And we sat there, and we were all, a lot of us were quiet. Maybe some of us were even joyful, okay? They, they first came after President Trump, and they took away his social media. They canceled him, Max. They canceled him, okay? They canceled him for, maybe it was a good reason, maybe it wasn't. But you know what? Those snowflakes tried to cancel him. And you know what? We sat there, and we didn't think that it could happen to us. We didn't think that it could happen to us. And now they're after one of our own, Max. They're after one of our own. They're after one of the greatest Rutgers fans of all time. They, they, you snowflakes online, are trying to cancel Aaron Patel. And it needs to stop. I've had enough. Okay? You, you do not... You do not go after Aaron and try and cancel him, okay? What they did, Max, they've deleted Aaron, basically, kicked him out forcibly from a Rutgers basketball Facebook group. All that Aaron Patel wanted to do was come online and tell some people how wrong they were and how stupid they were and how big of a crybabies they are and how unsupportive they are and how many hashtag Max Weiners that they are, okay? That kid deserves the right to tell people how they should act as fans. And you cannot cancel the great Aaron Patel. We must hashtag free AP. He must be reinstated to the Rutgers basketball Facebook group. If there is any shred of dignity in this fan base, they will let Aaron back on and he will tell them how to behave as fans. And they will listen and they will cheer and they will get behind this basketball team that deserves their support. Those people are lucky to have a fan like Aaron on their side. Blessed. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. This is a land of the free. Okay, freedom of speech, even if it doesn't apply in this case. And I'm I'm tired of it. And what am I going to do about it? You ask, Max? Nothing, because I I don't really have a plan other than this right here. But damn it, it needs to stop. Here's all I have to say. If there is a place on the Internet where people are talking about Rutgers sports, that guy will find a way to get kicked out of it. Like like like, you, I'm pretty sure he's been. been I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he's been kicked out of like he's been banned from both major recruiting sites, message boards at some point. I I I, I he just finds ways. He just finds ways to get to get banned from places on the internet. But again, listen. <laughs> For those that want to have some fun, if you want to hit up the hashtag free AP, shout out to our buddy Kevin Fine. Um, you can do it. We need to get Aaron back on that Facebook message group. Okay, if we can't if we can't disagree and have stupid arguments about Rutgers basketball on Facebook, I mean, what what can, what can we do? Now? Why are we still using Facebook? That's what um, I want to know. I mean, like like I, I'll check it sometimes, but uh, you know, face, I, Facebook is just just stay away from Facebook for a million different reasons. I agree. Shout out to our screwies on Parlor. We support. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I mean, I just it it, it bothers me. Stead, leave Aaron alone. Where's the Britney video? Like from what five six years ago? Let Britney be. Let Aaron be. Let let him be. Free AP. <laughs> So and you know why he wanted he wanted basically I mean it just was I mean this Rutgers basketball has finally won a game again Max yeah I was gonna they're say back. so they're he, back that that was the whole gist of this right so he was upset that people were down on the team and yes. then because they lost five consecutive games and looked like they did like during the I don't want to say they were quite as bad as the Eddie Jordan era but they looked pretty bad and then they win one game uh, by a possession. And so he's out there just yelling at people on the internet. Is that is that what I have right? I, I think that's it. Okay. I think just you know unsupportive fans who are probably lashing out at uh, the coaching staff, the players, um, just overall, like you said, probably unhappy with what they what they saw, you know, these last couple of weeks prior to the win over Indiana. And he was going to let them know about it. He was going to come back online. All right, bring the receipts and tell those people who were wrong that they were wrong. And there is nothing wrong with that. No, like, well, here, here's the thing, though. Like, it, if they go on to like lose the next three games, he won't eat shit. That that that's what you have to, that's what you have to respect about. Oh yeah, about no, Aaron there's Patel. there's no there's no surrender. Is that there, there is, is never no, any? There, there are no surrender n- punts from Aaron. There is, <laughs> unlike his favorite football coach, Chris Ash. <laughs> um, yeah, you know the, the the fan reaction actually was kind of interesting. Like. I was surprised that fans were as angry as they were. Obviously, you're frustrated when they lose five consecutive games, but this is pickleball. This is what it's going to be. Like, it's going to be wildly inconsistent. Look, the ceiling of what this team could be under Steve Peichel was higher than I believed it to be. But, you know, just the way that they are structured and the way that they play offense and the way, like, they're going to have, they're going to be wildly inconsistent. And they might win the next five games. I don't know if hey, if Ron Harper Jr. is healthy, like maybe they can get back to the way they were before. Um, but yeah, I was. I, I have been kind of surprised by how, I, and sort of pleasantly surprised in a way, because apparently people are passionate about Rutgers basketball in a way that I didn't know that they were. Right? Like I, I thought that the most of the fans were like, you know, they were like, they were Dave White, Danny Breslau, or the ones that are just, oh shucks, we're just glad to. We're just glad to be here. You know, we just want them to really, we want them to make the tournament and, you know, for the first time, see them play in the tournament. And, you know, we can have expectations down the line. No, people are pissed or people were pissed uh, about that five game losing streak and we're mad at the players and mad at the coaches. And it's kind of funny how, you know, the, all of the things we, we kind of talked about with, with the limitations of pickleball when, you know, you, when you have three guards or three, uh, wing players or whatever you want to call Mathis, Harper, and Young, uh, you know, shooting over fifty percent and forty percent from three. You don't really notice that the offense isn't really generating those shots. It's just those guys making great plays. And then when they start not playing as well, oh, why are they standing around and doing nothing most of the time? Uh, right? Like, oh, <laughs> this this is why, this why is why are they why are they giving effort? This isn't what it looked like uh, in the beginning of the year. Yeah, because it's just. Guys weren't playing as well, and they don't create shots with the, you know, with their with their motion and everything. It's the same high screen, and they'll run that kind of lazy thing where the two guys in the corner switch, and then they'll they'll, you know, they run like the same three actions over and over again, and none of them are really that great. But uh, I didn't see the second half of the Indiana game. 
Um, I had to choose between missing the second half of that game and missing the first half of uh, the Bucks. Uh, Packers NFC title game. I think I made the right choice. Um, you know, no Ro- Rogers Brady. No like, come on. Like, I, I, I come. I, I'm sorry. Like, it's Rutgers Indiana. I listened to some of it on the radio. It sounded good. They won. You know, almost blew it at the important. end. Yeah. You know, uh, the thing that I found funny about the reaction is that I'm in two different camps. I, like you, was a little bit surprised at the fan base that has been around for a while. And I'm starting to wonder whether or not the, how the this, this season last year ended where we pretty much got to the conclusion, conclusion they were going to be in the tournament and then that was taken away. And you have these people who tried to talk themselves into saying that they made this fake tournament that never happened, that they got their pleasure last year and satisfaction of seeing Rutgers make it. They didn't. And I think that this... These couple of weeks of struggles, like it sunk in where it was like, they play like this. They're not making the tournament this year. And I have to wait again. And this drought has to keep going on. And it really doesn't matter what happened in the pandemic canceled year because they didn't make the, the tournament because there was no tournament. And so you have that that segment of the fan base who was like, they're, they're panicking. And there's still a lot of doubt and like, you got to turn this around because I need to see my favorite team make a tournament that I've never seen them make in three decades. And then it was funny because I'm also part of a, you know, a text chain of, of newly created Rutgers fans. You know, my friends who went to Rutgers, that was that we were terrible when we were in school. It really weren't that that fun. And then they've jumped on this year, and like they've been more supportive through kind of like the the struggles recently. And I basically had to tell them, like, I was the, guys, you haven't seen anything yet when it's come to, like, Rutgers basketball and disappointment and, like, breaking your heart. I'm like, buckle in because it's going to get crazy at some point. Well, it's funny. It's like they're four and six in the Big Ten, right? Like, this is, is this their second best start ever in the Big Ten? I don't think, I don't think they've been four and six in any other year except last year they started seven and three. I don't think they've been four and six any other year. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's like anything else. When you when you put it into perspective, they showed the standings after the Indiana game on the Big Ten Network, and you're like, oh, everything's fine. They're they're in the middle of the pack right now. They just beat a you know an Indiana team that beat Iowa pretty good. You know, pretty good. They just Rutgers won a road game. That's that's positive. I think you know. I think the disappointing thing is Rutgers fans saw what this team could be, like the peak, and when when Harper was healthy, and you know Baker hasn't been right all year. I, I mean, I. I, I he looked good against Indiana the first time that that he had looked good all season, right? I mean, he got hurt in the first game and never really looked right after that, even though he had a he had a good game or two. But like you saw what they could be, and like the fact that they might just be kind of the same team that they were last year is, I think, disappointing to people, right? That that was a team that, as fun as it was, they kind of snuck into the fake tournament, or they didn't sneak into the fake tournament or whatever whatever you want to call it and they you know they were they were up and they were down and remember they, they struggled a lot at the end of last season they, they lost I think they had lost six of eight before they won their last two against uh, Maryland and Purdue yeah they had lost six of eight because they started seven and three and then um they lost six of eight and they, they got those two wins and I just think that the the juxtaposition of hey like this team could you know this, this could be a top 15 team and they lose five in a row and they're kind of right back in the same bubble place that they were last year. And I, I guess I sort of understand why people were mad about that as we are joined by the world's biggest liar, 
Danny Breslauer. <laughs> Not a liar. Not a liar. So, uh, I mean, we're going to, so, so Danny, uh, yeah, we wanted to bring Danny on, um, because it's, 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 it's good to get a little perspective from somebody, Max, who keeps saying that he's, he's out. He's gonna, he's just gonna watch, but mentally he could be checked out soon, but he's back in now he's back in and, and which is okay. I, Danny, I just want the first, the first, you just got to admit it. You're uh-huh. you're you're back in, and you're ready to take this ride again with this team. Uh, All it took was a win over Indiana. I was never done taking the ride. I said that if they did not go three and zero this week, which I still believe to be true, Michigan State and Northwestern as must wins, that it was going to be a very difficult path to get to the ten and ten. I think you need. You can make a case for nine and eleven. I do believe that you have to go 3-0 this week, Indiana being game one of that week, in order to set yourselves up for a situation where you don't have to beat Iowa on the road. You don't have to beat Michigan on the road. And and to me, those are two games that are going to be very difficult to attain, even though, and Max has quoted me on this many times, I still believe Rutgers is better than Iowa. Um, it, it's going to be a much more difficult path if you don't win both games this week. And if Tommy Izzo wants to roll with eight COVID positive kids, I mean, that, you know, his prerogative, I guess. You know, yeah. So Izzo had a weird quote earlier where he said something like, well, we're going to get on a plane on Wednesday and whoever can get on the plane is getting on the plane and whoever can coach can coach. So apparently they're playing. I, you know, they might. Sounds pretty reckless. They, and they've been off, what, 19 days. They might have to call um, up Mateen Cleaves or something, but they're going to they're going to send some players to Rutgers. Uh, to, it is. It's at Rutgers. Yeah, because the last game was, uh, yeah. was in East Lansing. So, yeah, they're going to send someone to Jersey. So you don't want that alumni team. I don't think they want that smoke with like Mo Pete and Mateen Cleaves. <laughs> that, that wouldn't go well. <laughs> I'm sure I, they can still go. I, you know. I still just don't believe you. Even I, I get if they they don't win, you're gonna like be more on the negative side, and you're gonna try no, and talk yourself side. out of it. It's like more detached. Yeah, I get it. Math, but and math becomes a problem. But then they're gonna like win a couple, and you're <laughs> just gonna talk about all of what can happen positively moving forward. You're in. You're a fan. You're crazy. Listen, I'm in. I'm in because of the fact that Geo looked more uh, like the Geo that did kind of all of those crazy shots at the end of last year. And, you know, obviously that can be an aberration based on math, but what he did look was bouncier and faster than he has since that game at Purdue. Um, and I think you guys would agree with that. Obviously his ankle has been in bad shape um, for the whole year. I'm in on describing anything as bouncier. So I'm fine with that. Well, what's wrong with bouncier? No, I mean, it's just a great, it's a great way to describe that. like, Oh, yeah. he looks great. He looks bouncy today. Yeah. I mean, he just looked more, agile like like he was moving way better um than he has which makes sense for somebody who had a high ankle sprain that it would take you know a couple of months to get to get back to normal but um i think and max i'll defer to you on x's and o's but i know you only watch one half but uh i thought offensively and yes it looks better when shots go in but i thought they were doing more you know they, they were you know nine assists on the first 13 baskets the ball was moving there was more cutting it seemed like there was just way more repeatable offense. I think a lot of it was Indiana was doing a terrible job of defending the rim. Like they were, they were leaving yeah. a lot of lanes. And Rutgers was taking advantage of her. Like you have to take advantage. But it, it seemed to me like Indiana was just leaving the lane completely open for much of the first half. And you know, Rutgers wouldn't always be in a position to take advantage of that. Like I said, I didn't see the second half, but um, they did. They looked better in the first half. They they were moving the ball a little bit better. 
they were taking better shots, I guess. But I, I do think some of it was that Indiana was just defending very poorly in the first half. Yeah, and Indiana defends a lot like Rutgers in the sense that they're so afraid to get Trace Jackson Davis in foul trouble, much like Rutgers is with Miles Johnson, that, you know, at a lot of times they do leave the lane open. But where where Indiana has problems that Rutgers doesn't is they have no long wings. So, like, when they leave the lane open, it's like four six-foot-three guards and uh, Race Thompson. So... You know, you're not going to defend a lot of Big Ten teams, especially one with Rutgers length like Ron Harper Jr. and uh, Caleb McConnell. You're, you're not going to be able to defend that. I realized on Saturday that or Sunday that uh, Indiana has a race and a trace. Right. Yeah, those are two names. You don't you don't yeah. hear those names very often. You don't hear either of them very. <laughs> I often. like race. I like race Thompson's game a lot. Um, obviously, Trace Jackson Davis has uh, pro potential. Um, I thought Miles Johnson was unreal. Um, you know, and, and obviously Gio's going to get a lot of the credit and, and Ron Harper Jr. too for, you know, the 11 boards, the 12 boards. But I, I thought Johnson was just remarkable. <laughs> that that two-handed block, and Max, you didn't see this when I was in the second half. He had a, a two-handed block on this kid, Leal, a freshman for Indiana, where he went in with like a left hand and Miles probably could have caught the ball and <laughs> pretty much like volleyball Smith slammed it uh, toward the bench. It was pretty insane. He's got to keep he, that. He's got to keep that in bounds. Come on. Like you got to try. I think he tried. It was close. Dude, do you, you have, uh, I mean, I know we had, we've talked about it offline a little bit and I'm, I'm always hesitant to like listen to the coaches and what they say about what's been going wrong. Cause we hear coach speak and, they just lie because smart, they're, they're coaches. No, I'm not talking about Steve Peichel post game. I really don't give a shit if he wants to be the, a dickhead post game to some reporters. Whatever. Uh, he could no, you know what? No, 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 no. He, he apparently, I didn't hear it, but apparently it's it wasn't very nice to our guy, Brian Fonseca. I no, do care. I mean, what, he said to Brian, what he said to Brian was, and listen, the only reason I thought it was weird because it was it was in a tone that I hadn't heard. Now, I don't want to help God to finish this question, but it was in a tone I hadn't heard from Peichel before in the sense that he like he, he turned it on Fonseca who had asked about the five game losing streak being snapped and Steve said uh yeah it must be a weight off your shoulders not to have to write about you know what? it don't be rude to our guy Brian Fonseca <laughs> right? and, don't. And, and I was gonna say too, nice. the, by the way the best thing about anything on the Big Ten or really just in general with COVID the one good thing that's come from this is getting to see reporters in their own living rooms and yeah. how much they just look like garbage <laughs> in, yeah, in any so like it's they so just true. they just they they look like us and it's fine and it's just it's hysterical. I, I love Brian. I do. We, it was great to have him on. Like Brian looked like a 17 year old with a crusty mustache asking Steve <laughs> Peichel, like the question and Steve wasn't happy. And then it cuts to like Jerry Carino, like, you know, there's, there's some like squinjeel behind him that he's about to make. And he's asked, trying to ask Steve a question. You know, we got our buddy, Aaron, who's trying to pop him with a question to get his article up on, uh, on the banks. And then yeah, it's just like, it's just amazing. It's funny. It's, it's funny. really cool and funny to have them do it. And, and again, working in the TV industry myself, you have no choice. If you're taking these Zooms and you're going to put them on, you're going to see reporters in their homes. Right. And it's amazing. Right, because you have to do what, spotlight view or speaker view or it just, uh, Either way, it just right, yeah. forget the logistics of it. You're, you're going to see some stuff that you probably shouldn't, and it's amazing. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I, going back to my question, I wanted to – and and prefacing it with coaches lie. I know players can lie, and, yeah. and they, they do sometimes, and they give you the coach speak themselves, and they're, they're taught very well. I was a little surprised to hear 
Geo after the game just yeah. totally blamed the whole issue prior on the effort thing. I know it's tired to talk about. Yeah. I was just a little surprised to hear him. Yeah, like he could have just been like, "Hey, we we got our our crap together today, and we we hit some shots. It was fun, and like we're on to the next thing." And he was like, "No, no, the issue was effort the entire time." If you read between the lines, though, I, he said the word effort, but that's not what he means. Um, I I think like. From, from the quote itself and from hearing him follow up in an interview with Andy Katz uh, they had, uh, from the locker room post game on, you know, Andy does those like uh, FaceTime interviews. Yes, we don't need to plug uh, Andy Katz. Just go ahead. Right. And- <laughs> right. Right. Um, the way Gio was talking about it, it seemed team chemistry. And so, you know, I, I'm not going to make any assumptions, but you can nah, make assumptions. Go ahead. Go ahead. Why don't, why, why don't you? You can make some assumptions based on how the rotations change drastically. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I think that Montez Mathis has done a terrific job in his Rutgers career, but for a guy who started 66 straight games to not play a single minute in the second half says quite a bit about uh, potentially what a lineup tweak Steve Peichel felt. And, and I had sent you guys some stats before the game, you know, Tez had been nine of his last 31 on twos, four of 12 on threes. And I know Max wants him to take more threes. And I generally agree because it's a far more repeatable shot than whatever right-handed scoop shot against two six foot 10 guys. He's going to try to get. And then he fall, um, and then he falls and looks at the referee looking for a call. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'd actually be interested. I'm sure Ken Palm has it to see his block percentage, offensive block percentage this year. Um, it's got to be like 15. <laughs> it's got to be very, very high. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that there was a really nice tweak. Uh, I, I didn't think that putting Geo on the ball uh, was going to do what it did. And I think Indiana is just the right matchup for Geo. I, I, I still think that Jacob Young on the ball is Rutgers' best chance to get a good look in a set. But he, he hasn't had his best the past few games when it comes to decision-making, as evidence, and Adam will have seen it, Max probably heard it on the radio, by that they're up four, they get the ball with one minute left on a fast break, two on one, and he drives right into Jackson Davis for a block as opposed to lobbing it to Harper for a dunk or bringing it out. I mean, that, that was a play that could have lost Rutgers the game. All right, Adam, um, I'm going to – sorry. Um, I thought you were done. No, and quite honestly, I was bored. I am um, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Adam, I'm going to leave this up to you. We, there are two things we can go to. We can go to your song, or we can go to explain his tweets. What, I'm going to leave it up to uh, you because I, I want to do both. Let's go. Let's go to explain his tweets, and then we can. I'll I'll intro the song once we. Get oh through. God! Wait, this song involves me. I hope not. I do want you to. I do. I want. Yeah, I would love for you to hear. Okay. Um, the song. That's fine. That's fine. I like getting the raw reaction. You can take the Danny's place of Mike uh, on this one. It is time for Danny to explain his tweets. Explain his tweets. Explain his tweets. All right, if you're new around here, this is a game called Danny Explains His Tweets, um, where Danny explains his tweets. I've got four tweets fired up right here. Uh, this first one is from December 4th, 2020. Um, Wait, that's like a whole other world. Yeah, so you're responding to Ross Blacker. Uh, Ross, Ross Blacker tweets, Brian O'Connell was doing an SEC game the other night on the whistle at Marquette tonight. 
And uh, your response is, he's a good man. We go back 15 years to the old barn summer league days. Danny, explain yeah. this tweet. Yeah, Brian O'Connell was a, a ref, uh, I mean, a great Big East ref for many years and still is. Um, and he was a, a College Avenue summer league uh, ref um, as part of the crew that came pretty much every night. And I was a 18-year-old public address announcer um, doing the games at the barn. And, and Brian was just he's a good dude. Um, I think I'm pretty sure that Adam's younger brother played basketball with O'Connell's son as well. Am I correct? Yeah, again, again, that's how I knew. I, I also know Brian, except I don't make that public on Twitter that I, I, I had, a, I guess, a semi, you know, friendly relationship with uh, with with Brian. But, yes, he is a he is a great, great official. Great. He's got great poise, got great running yeah. ability as an official. I always admire like he, did, he just doesn't break a sweat. That's impressive yeah, he, as an he official. He had to fill in for an, a sick official who knows maybe COVID now, but for the Maryland game. Um, on March 3rd um, last year, the last game at the rack, uh, Brian, who doesn't really do Rutgers games anymore because he's not in, in the conference, had to fill in because he was local uh, because the referee got sick. So Referee talk uh, on the RU Screw podcast. All right, let's keep this moving. Yeah. Uh, so our guy, uh, Richie Schneiderite, tweets, Eugene Marui learn how to shoot threes? Question mark, exclamation point. <laughs> Hashtag Oregon. Danny's response, he hit six of his first seven threes of 18-19 at RU. That changed quickly. Yeah. What do you want me to say? I'm salty. (laughs) (laughs) You are. You are. I like it. Don't change, though. Don't change. No, I mean, listen, uh, he would have been nice to have this year. Uh, I I finally realized that if, you know, they let him do the surgery or whatever he wanted, uh, he is an incredibly inefficient player, but it would have been nice to have him around the rim this year, I, I would say. Okay. This is uh, one of your five thoughts after the, I think it's after the Ohio State game. Yeah, it's after the, the second Ohio State game. I hate making body language a thought, but I figured after the heartbreaker versus Iowa in a high-level game and the dud at Michigan State on Tuesday, you would have a chip on its shoulder and not keep its heads down. That was not the case. And it appears Harper Jr. is not 100% either. I don't know why that last line was in there. That was a massive non sequitur. It was me trying to squeeze two thoughts into one. Uh, but, I mean, I think it speaks to what Gio said after um, the Indiana game, is that, you know, felt effort and body language and things like that were uh, were a key to the, the five-game losing streak. So, yeah, uh, Gio, Gio explained my tweet. Were you also, like Gio, not saying what you actually meant in the tweet? I mean, if it's not really effort and you were insinuating it was something, yeah, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. That, that's an interesting just, comment. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, food for thought. Body language could refer not just to your own demoralized nature, but to being demoralized about others on the court. Yeah, without question. No I doubt. All right. And then the last one, one of my, this was one of my favorite Danny tweets, really of all time. Adam tweets, eagerly awaiting at Danny Breslauer five keys to the Biden presidency. Danny quote tweets and says, I'll leave that to smarter people, parentheses, whispers about MMT, hashtag MMT. However, once the new administration is sworn in, get pumped for at Rutgers MVB at PSU with a new episode of at Scarlet Spot RU. Hashtag podcast number 73 drops 6 a.m. Thursday with Gary Waters. A must listen. Hashtag Rutgers. Hashtag Garden Statement. <laughs> I can't. I you have mean, no shame. You have I no shame. You have, have no shame in plugging. You don't even break format when plugging, which is amazing in itself and something that has nothing to do with what you should be plugging. Uh, so man, bravo. An unbelievable 
segue by me. I mean, I just uh, so good. Danny hit uh, <laughs> modern monetary theory, Rutgers, Penn State basketball, and his podcast and his hashtags all in one tweet. Off yep. me making a joke. Yep. Hey, modern monetary theory. Let's go. Well, well done, <laughs> sir. Well done. By the way, I do have one uh, one thing to pick on, and I'm I'm a little pissed off. Um, what? How the hell? Did you now wear a full suit when talking to Gary Waters? Yeah, so I, it's funny. Um, it's not funny. You didn't do it. Well, time out. I, so I've been working from home, you know, since March. And right. I pretty much haven't worn jeans or pants or <laughs> anything of that nature that whole time. And so like, it was the end of the day. I'm still in shorts and a T-shirt. Um, the, the interview was actually on Martin Luther King Day, so I wasn't working that day. Um, and I got uh, back from, like, a walk in the park. And I look in the closet and I say, am I going to like put on a shirt and tie right now for Gary Waters? I thought about it because I had you in the back of my head saying you got to wear a full suit. And like, I-, I felt it would be disrespectful to go short sleeves. So I threw on like a sweater or sweatshirt or something. <laughs> but I couldn't I, just, I couldn't get up to it, man. I'm so drained by the pandemic. I had you how'd you not ask any questions at all about like most expensive suit he ever bought while coaching at Rutgers. That's, yeah, that's I mean, a little that's personal, a, yeah, man. That's a little personal. What? Asking someone the most they've spent on a suit, I don't know. I feel that feels a little personal. That, I mean, I'm I, pretty sure the way Gary was talking, he would have spilled the beans pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, he didn't. He, he wasn't caring much. Yeah, which was awesome. Um, I, I just mentioned, I think off the cuff, the whole he and Jay Wright. Thing, you gave him the poke about Jay I, Wright being better dressed I, than you. I, I get gave it. him that, but like, yeah, he was terrific. I thought, you know, that's the first time he's ever spoken about the Snowgate thing. I, I, we're not here. We're not here to plug Andy Katz. We're not here to plug Andy Katz, and we're not here to plug your podcast. All right, get out of here. All right, go away. So let's let's move on anyway to uh, the real the real hit of this episode, what it's going to be, and that's that's my song. And so I want to want to state that this uh, song popped into my head uh, right before the weekend, uh, off the downturn of how poor the basketball season, the turn that it had taken. Um, there's no doubt it was. Uh, by the way, it was my it was my birthday this this Sunday when Ooh. Rutgers played Indiana. And I would never, I would never root against Rutgers on my birthday or just in general. I, I, yeah. I do want you're, them to you're, win. You're not Max, right? You're not Max. It doesn't. I, I'm. Listen. All I'm saying is, unfortunately, if they would have stumbled against Indiana, this this song really would have <laughs> hit home. And it, I think it actually works better, though, that they won. It makes things lighter. I had to tweak a few lines because they won, so I did some last-minute editing as yeah, well, it, too. It doesn't, it doesn't work better because they won. If you're going to qualify, I think it does. Say it would I think it does. It's fine. I think, I, think it, it, I, think, I think everything about this, I do like it. I'm, uh, I'm very interested to see and hear uh, both your reactions after. So, um, Danny, make sure you, you mute yourself so you can hear it properly. And, uh, Max, whenever, whenever you're ready – here is uh, the song, Winning in December. Do you remember seven and one in December? Jay Bill is saying we were contenders while Ron Harper led the way. Yeah. The bells were ringing, Big Ten champs, we were all thinking, 
as COVID went on in December. But back then it was safe to play. Badia, say do you remember? Badia, winning in December. Badia, but now it's not safe to play. Mama do, 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 mama do. Where is the offense? Mama do can help with the defense. We hit free throws in December, but now it's not safe to play. One contenders, Jacob Young blowing by defenders. No see in Paul in the calendar, but now it's not safe to play. Body ah, Steve leave on your mask now. Body ah, there's no need to pull it down. Body ah, because it's not safe to play. There was a body ah, say do you remember? Body ah, winning in December. Body ah, crushing Danny's dreams each game. <laughs> so oh, good. crushing my dreams. Oh, wow. Man, that was so good. That was so good. That was so oh, good. Those are some great lyrics. That was oh. unbelievable. I died at Mamadou. Yeah. And that, that got me. I was really proud of that one. That's and really I even good. kept I kept it as tight as I could be to the two-minute mark. There's some editing we could do to put it out so that it stays within that. 220. So I, I kept two, it short. 220 is the limit on Twitter, so you're good. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... We're in. I mean, that was one where I was like, "We're we're gonna write it," and you know, even if they win, well, I will make it work. That's, Ma- that's good. I mean, it, it applies even with the win. It so, does, which is yeah. what I said. Yeah. Yeah, Mama yeah, Dude yeah. just lends itself to like just having like this fitting into yeah. songs, like like mine it's from perfect. Return of the Wreck. Mama do, Mama do do. Like it's it just fits in. Like it's just it, it, it was it was one of those where I was like trying to be like you know. There's this weird interlude in between there with like nothing but like body yaws. I'm like, come on, like there's got to be something. And then it, once it hits you, I was like, oh my god, this is the man. This is this is gonna be so good. You know, I wasn't. No one wants to blame me when they released the NCAA schedule. I put in for Thursday, Friday, Monday of the NCAA tournament. <laughs> So, so if anyone wants to blame me for when it happens, uh, it's because I put the days in. Well, you can, you know, the, the, are they going to play the NIT this year? I mean, that, that was, we still haven't been I, to the I, NIT. I highly, I highly doubt they play the NIT this year. Eh, I don't know, man. There's some TV inventory on ESPN that's got to get filled somehow in early March and in mid-March. Yeah, I, 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 I just have a difficult time believing they're going to be able to pull ESPN has to put something on TV at 7 p.m. on Wednesday, on March 16th. All right, and it it might be it might be Rutgers and Boise State. That's all I'm saying. No, first of all, I don't think the university will let them go to the NIT if they don't go to the NCAA. Oh right, because it's just it's not safe. The NIT the NIT is just not safe. safe. Right, it's just not not safe. safe. Right, not safe. Not safe. Safe to play in the NCAA tournament. Not safe to play in the NIT. 
It's no. just like it's safe in the no. NBA for the players to play a basketball game and breathe in each other's faces for 48 minutes, but then they can't hug after the game. No they hugging. Can't hug. No, yeah. hugging. No, no hugging. No hugging. No hugging, guys. You hug on the court, and no maybe that's a foul. It might be a foul. Yeah. But what do uh, we? Uh, what do? What do? What's? Uh, what, what do we make of this whole Michigan situation? I think it's bullshit. I think it's complete bullshit. Is what I think it is. Of course, of course you do. Because you're a business man. I did bet on Michigan for some reason. They were ten to one to to win the regular season title, and uh, they're getting jobbed. They're getting jobbed by the uh, the the tyrant. The title anyway. The tyrant governor of Michigan. (laughs) Liberate Michigan. All right. Are you screw pot insurrection? Articles of Max impeachment. Max may may storm the Michigan Capitol. Ah, man, you know what? You know what? Look, I mean, you've gone too far when you've taken when you've taken Juwan Howard and them boys off the court. Hmm. You've taken when you've taken my favorite Big Ten basketball team off the court. Max who texts us every time Michigan's playing. He says this text team's favorite basketball team is on the court. (laughs) Hey, man. Hey, man. I'm just a businessman. Ten yeah, to one. Yeah. So it's a lot of money, man. It's a lot of money, and I, I'm just a visit. These are these are tough times, Danny. These are tough, They're tough times. They're going to win the league. Oh, shut up, Devontae Smith. Um, they are going to win the league. <laughs> Fifty to <either>. one. Oh, <laughs> thanks, oh, Devontae. State. Oh man. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think whether the pause goes on for a while or not, they're they're going to win the league. It better. Uh, yeah, they will. I mean, it, it, I'll it's, hold that commie governor of Michigan. <laughs> responsible yeah, if none not. of the other teams are like nearly as good as them um i think it's it's pretty clear like every like everyone else two through 12 and maybe two through 10 can play like on any given night with each other but but one and i think 11 through 14 are pretty clear so because because 14. of michigan i have been watching because like I, I have been watching more big 10 basketball than i normally right. would and I'm starting to think that this league might be a Ponzi scheme, like 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 that that like that you have Michigan at the top who's really good, and I think Iowa's yeah. good, but everyone else just might be I don't like think Iowa's good. No. Whatever. But my point is that like the teams in this league might not all be really good. They might all be really mediocre with like what two bad teams in there. No, here's how I would challenge you. First of all, yes, two bad teams. North, Northwestern and Nebraska, right? Because Northwestern yeah. looks like they're bad. Like uh, that was kind of a mirage. Northwestern's always been bad. They just got great matchups and hit a lot of shots in those first three games. Um, they are a lot better than last year, though. You know, they've got a kid Chase Audis who's like really good, uh, and Boo Booey got better. But Boo Booey. Um, um, but Max, I I would challenge you to turn on like. Pac-12 basketball, and then circle back to me and say that again because I I just I can't articulate for you like even watching Virginia tonight who's the best team in the ACC I watched them for like 15 minutes against the Syracuse two three zone zone is for cowards um, and they're they're just not they're not at the quality of a, a top tier Big Ten team uh, will the Big Ten win a national title this year probably not because they're all going to be so beaten up and Gonzaga and Baylor are better than everybody but. I don't know, Max. I think the conference is really good. I really do. It's and, and there's just a couple of bad teams. That's it. And before and before Sunday, you one of those teams was Rutgers, but now they're great again. Rut, Rutgers is back. They Maybe. are not back. Uh, now go out and beat Michigan State and Northwestern, and I'm going to be on that hype train at six and six facing Minnesota. On, on that hype train, you'll be on the hype train at five and seven if the win is over Michigan State. Ugh. A loss at Northwestern can end up being a pretty bad loss. 
Because <laughs> I'm not sure. Like Max, they're the team that could go. Like they could go like five and fifteen. Ah, uh, what they did? They start three and zero or three and one? Or something? Yeah, three yeah. and zero. And they they haven't won since. And they're off all week before Rutgers goes there. Um. All right. So we have anything else? We have any non basketball stuff to ask Danny about or or sure. anything? Because I've, 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 I've this is way too much. We've talked way too much Big Ten basketball. Like I, I I'm boring myself talking about we, it. We've hit our limit. I it's like I January twenty fifth. Like what else are you going to talk about? I don't know. Tom uh, Brady. We talk. We Ugh. we talk about. It. We can talk of Tom Brady. Tom Brady podcast. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> Is Tom Brady the greatest athlete in the history of American sports? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, because he's just not athletic. He's also he's not Barry that. Bonds, so you know. Oh uh, yeah. No, also. Not. Oh Max, I didn't. Did you ever? Did you get to see the at least the GIF or the video of uh, Rutgers doing the floor slap to start the second? <laughs> I did, but I saw. Yeah, you, I, I saw I your guys' text that. about it. That's just that's disgusting. The, well, the best part was they allowed the basket within like four seconds of slapping. That was my favorite <laughs> part of, of Dave. They've gone. They've gone full. They went full Duke. They Duke. went full sin. Yeah. They went slap the floor, and then Steve Peichel was a little whiny baby to Brian Fonseca and that great mustache you afterwards. Know, you know what we that, we didn't talk about we didn't talk about Luke Nathan. Oh, oh, my, my hero. Legend, my hero. Legend, dude. So, Geo well, Baker, if you didn't say Oh, by the way, I will, I, I'm going to stake a claim in this publicly right now because Danny sometimes does it privately to us, and we kind of agree between the two podcasts of, like, who is better for certain podcasts. There are certain guys, Danny, from this team, if you dare, dare reach out before us, I will come and, oh, I will no, come no, and fight I would, you. No, I, I would – Luke Nathan's yours, man. That, that interview is going to be incredible, and I can't wait to hear it. Uh, I've heard from Joey Downs, who we spoke to over the summer, that that he is. He, you will have the time of your life with him. This kid. All of them. Hey, Brooks is getting on. We're good. Yeah. The whole crew yeah, yeah, yeah. is getting like, on with us. I, I, I'm excited. I want. I want to hop on Zoom just to say hi for for one second of that interview. But that that that'll be good. Here's that'll my question really about good. Luke Nathan in that. Has he been waiting to do that? Like, like, or is that something that happened? Or has he been waiting for an hour? Has he been thinking, I'm a walk-on. I'm, I'm not getting on the floor in the Big Ten. Yeah. One of these games, there's going to be a ball thrown in there. Like, has it been in his head, or is it just a reaction? Well, I really I don't know. you can never do it in a regular season, typically, because you have to go for the handshake line. This is the perfect, like, it's the perfect plot. Well, I mean, you can do it before the handshake line. No, I just, no, but you can't. But, like, you have to go, like, the way it worked was you're going to your locker rooms. As soon as the game, you do that fake wave, like, oh, it was nice to see you. We can't hug. We yeah. can't breathe. The way Ron threw the ball, it, to Max's point, that never happens. Like the ball is literally bouncing to the is paint. This a, is, are, we cons, are we conspiracy theorying that this was done now on Burton? Is this the magic I, loogie? I, this I'm is the magic saying, loogie of Rutgers basketball. Ron, Ron quote tweeted it and said, nice hustle, champ. So I'm, <laughs> I mean, it might have just been a pass. I mean, it, yeah, it's, I think uh, the Mark Titus, you know, they had a good time about the trillions um, and, and all, all that stuff with him being a walk-on at Ohio State. Uh, and he, he retweeted it. Obviously, the huge Indiana thing because he grew up in Indiana, and he retweeted it. And everyone was saying, "What? Well, those are the most clutch points ever. Two points after the buzzer. Nothing can be considered more clutch than two points after the buzzer." So uh, I thought that was that was well done by Luke. And I like really, it. Yeah. Love love the walk on gang. And and, and, he, and he's like the only one yelling. On, he yells during free throws. Yells. Yeah. That is my absolute. Yeah, they have fun. Play. I mean, listen, you got to have some fun if you're going to put up with everything that you have to do during COVID and then sit there in an empty arena. Like, good for you for having some fun. Oh yeah. Well, I'm sure other teams probably hate him. <laughs> I haven't yeah. heard many other teams yelling during free throws, and Lucas just been 
full throat yelling. It's been awesome. So yeah, so he's the one yelling. Okay, because I've heard someone yelling. Screw and I guess it's him. Screw the, uh, I meant to make a note of this earlier, too. Screw any of these officials that want to keep taking the fun out of uh, basketball. I was totally Gio, serious Gio Baker wanted to do a little smash, just a little smack talking and uh, get uh, gets. Oh, oh, up. oh, yeah, that's right, Danny. I have another Danny. Ex- Danny has uh, to explain a tweet. Uh, I, mean, no, you don't have to, I don't have to explain that tweet to you. I'll say it because it actually happened. I definitely said, give me that shit when I wanted that Whole Foods uh, pasta sauce the other day. So you and talk to the, you, are you talking to someone at Whole Foods or are you talking? No, like, I'm talking to the pasta sauce. You're talking, yeah. you say that at, you say that at Whole Foods. That's right. Yeah. You, I mean, I, what I will say is uh, that, that wasn't what Gio got called for. He clearly called uh, Land or something. But, um, but, because he was once talking. Once again, to Max, this is what I'm talking about with the snowflakes and the freedom of speech. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. There's <laughs> a great, Danny, you, you'll, you'll hear it. In there. Dan, uh, Adam had a great angry Adam. He is not happy about what's happening to Aaron Patel right now. It's horseshit. Oh, free Aaron. Yeah. Free, that, hashtag yeah. free AP. Free AP. Um, yeah. People who don't want to hear truth telling, you know, <laughs> the, the, the band artists. What, so what, Danny, what world are we in where you can't come online and brag and receipt call? What world are we in? How stupid they be. What world are we in where Aaron Patel is getting banned from a Facebook group for being too positive as a Rutgers fan? What like, world what are we world in? Are we in? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. What world are we in when something called Rutgers Sports Outsider is getting <laughs> Mike DeCourcy and who's the guy, Zach... Um, Braziller. Braziller from New York Post, is it? Daily News, one of them, to post, 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 post. take yeah. tweets about Rick Patino to Rutgers seriously. What kind of world are we living in? You can't have fun on the internet anymore because Max, people are too we stupid. Are in the world, we're in the world that was created from the last five years of disinformation. And this is what we were trying to tell you as you were building Rutgers Sports Outsider. I... This is the world that has been created. Max. I stand by Rutgers Sports Outsider. I, uh, we know this. I I stand by it. I will have fun on the internet. I will not be I will not be torn down by you fun hating fun haters. Yeah, Max refuses to write parody account in the bio. You, okay, so, the, okay, hold on. The bio says can, can, news from newsless. Can we can we go? Okay, can we go to the let's go to the Rutgers let's go to the Rutgers Sports Outsider Twitter. Welcome to Rutgers Sports Outsider Premium Tech Service, a subsidiary of at RU Screw Pod. <laughs> Obviously ridiculous and stupid. <laughs> and then the next slide: sourceless news from newsless sources. There are two upside down block R's in the logo and a picture of Homer Simpson with a question mark on his head as the banner. <laughs> it's not my fault that people take this seriously. A subsidiary yeah. of at RU Scroopod. Come on! It is, it is nuts to me that legitimate journalists <laughs> quote tweeted it as if you were anything legitimate. I, that that That's mind-boggling to me. I mean, not to say that I am... Danny's gone. ...fooled by a couple things. Like, we've all been there. But it's obviously ridiculous. This is yeah, you you were you you cut out a little bit. Um, but it's obviously ridiculous, right? Name that keeps coming up as oh, the top yeah, candidate to replace Steve Peichel as Rutgers men's basketball coach. Should the team not turn things around this season, Rick Pitino. Pitino's got some baggage, but it's not often a coach with his resume is available. Rutgers is intrigued. Maybe I think the best part is that Iona was proud on like a very lengthy COVID pause at the time, so you could have had people freaking out that this was actually happening. <laughs> I mean, maybe that one sounds a little bit too real, but also it's a Rick Pitino. Oh. Like, 
<laughs> so shout out to my uh, my dad max wanted me to bring this up on the podcast as a uh, you know uh questions from uh i guess outsiders it, it's working well sure. right now in the theme and my dad wanted to ask uh this was after what was what was the loss uh danny before the indiana win penn state penn, penn state. state right 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 uh i have a topic for your next podcast which is more hurtful to the ru men's basketball team the Rutgers sports outsider or the lack of a half court offensive strategy. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Uh, and obviously I, it was the, the latter, but you know. I, I thank still you. Think that outside of like the three ISO geo. Oh, shut up. Will you stop left, talking about Rutgers game. basketball? Oh, God forbid. God forbid. Enough. It, enough. Let's uh, talk about Michigan. Four, Free Michigan. Four, Liberate four, Michigan. Four, Four quad one wins. That's more than you're pretty, almost, I think. My, my All, right. All right. Well, have we had our – I feel like Danny's got enough. And also, you know what, Danny, how about a little bit of effort next time to plug yourself into your microphone? You know you're going to be on this podcast for more than a 10-minute span. You end up being on this podcast well, for 40 I'm, minutes, and we have to hear you through a phone. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I'm on the couch, and that involves getting my laptop out, getting – Get up. I, uh, I think Danny no. is putting in the amount of effort that is commensurate with the effort that the RU Screw podcast deserves, and I think this, I, I think this is fair. I think it's Very fair. fair. Mike is Mike is uh, about to come on, by the way. So oh, we have well, that. that. That's my cue to leave. All right, bye, Danny. <laughs> bye. What's that fucking laugh? Go catch your refrigerator. <laughs> what? See you later. What was that Danny. laugh? That was creepy. It's that weird. was. That was the creepy Danny laugh, and he didn't really get the joke done. Oh, that, that, when, when, when Mike pulled the joke on him that about timing, call, calling him as the uh, salesman. That timing of Danny here. Danny literally left like five seconds ago, and then Mike yeah. is here. It's a, it's a good job. Mike, is your hair um, is your hair darker? Did you dye your hair, or is it wet? Oh, I, I think um, I think the pandemic has just made it better, made it more attractive. You do look quite attractive right now, if I if I may say so. Maybe we haven't seen you in a while, and I just missed you. You look good. Uh, yeah, thank you. you. I appreciate it. You know, I've been working out. I, you had you had my the wife man, gave me you had a the weird man, yeah. You had the weird man bun last time, but the the beard looks good, and you got a nice little little hair, little trim. Is it me or does his hair look darker? Like it looks. It, does. it, it looks, looks like you got some like of that just a little like just, just for men, for men stuff yeah. in there. Yeah. No one can tell with just for men. Just I think I, the scary part is when you start seeing grays in your hair. That's a real you know. No, I've got those. I've got those. I've got I've got plenty already. I, I feel like I didn't 11, 10 months ago, and, and now I do. Is the salt and pepper look underrated or overrated? I think it's overrated if you're under 40. Overrated. Well, Mike, you have a friend who he, he's been pulling off the salt and pepper look for a long time. Like, he, he's yeah, looked good. And, yeah. it, and I've told him repeatedly that it, you know, he should color it. He shouldn't color it or he should? He should. He should. Oh, I know. I was saying he shouldn't. He's been pulling it off. I, I think he pulls it off well. Okay. I've, I mean, I've always thought it looks distinguished. It depends on the person, right? Like some, right. like if I was walking around here with like my light hair and gray, I'd look terrible. But some people can pull it off. Yeah, I don't mind. I, I will be totally fine with getting a fair amount of gray hairs as long as I keep the majority of my hair. Yeah, I'm, we we've I'm had on board with that. We've had yeah, the yeah, I agree. We've I agree. had the bald discussion before. Like I start to go bald. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Yeah. Like we're going. I'm going to be a cue ball. Right? You're coming I'm, home. I'm going to be. I'm coming on. I'm coming on home. <laughs> I'm Kevin Willard. <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh my God, you and, and Kevin, we could do a shine off on your head. <laughs> <laughs> One of the shiny, shiniest heads. Mike, how, uh, how, how, are you, how are you doing? We've talked a lot of Rutgers basketball, so we don't even, we've spared you that. You've come on at a very, a very opportune time. In this what episode. have I come on for? Uh, I don't know. About the Nets? 
You missed the song. Um, You'll have to hear that later. Oh, you missed, I'll have you to did. listen like everyone else. I will have to listen to the pod to hear the song. Um, yeah. we've, we've got some... Uh, we'll play it at the end like you know we always do with our songs. We've got some questions from uh, listeners on, on Twitter. Some people have, have sent stuff in. Do we want to get to those? Sure. Yeah. Uh, from uh, RU Guy, uh, when will we find out if Shiano heard the song, we can get Shiano maybe during the months leading up to his return to Rutgers? I'm pretty disappointed Steve Politi didn't address this in his interview. <laughs> I was about to say, you know what? That if you you had an extended period of time, and I if if I would have known that Steve was sitting down with Greg for that long, I would have I would have just said you don't need to put it on in the article. Well, but I mean, you Adam, you guys him. never talk, so how would you know? <laughs> Me, that Steve, they were, and I, Steve, yeah. And I, where yeah. I I thank I thank Steve uh, oh. behind the scenes uh, today. I'm gonna you know let people on into to my world. I just said, hey, nice job with the article and good question to Greg about asking him about players, uh, players rights and possibly getting paid uh, in the near future. I think it was a good, good time to ask that question. I will say that I think the original cowards were uh, the Scarlet spotlight, which had Greg Shiano on and didn't ask him the question, Um, (laughs) which I, I could not think of a more interesting question. They could have asked or did ask. Than if he had heard the song, Steve didn't ask the question, so I'm going to label him a coward too. And he can come for me in the DMs <laughs> if he wants. Um, how could you not ask if he had heard? We can get Shiano, maybe. I don't know who's going to be the next person to interview him. Well, I'm putting it right here. Just ask him the damn question. All right, uh, from Kevin Fine. Existential question. The pod started when there was no hope left in the world. That still may be accurate, and I'm just in denial. But if better days are in fact ahead, can ScrewPod exist in a land of hope and dreams? Hashtag pay the kickers. I have no idea what he meant. If he meant, like, yeah. in the Chris non... Hodge? Yeah, I don't know if he meant in, like, the Rutgers world. Because, he like, we've, o- we've always kind of had the existential dread of this podcast being, like, harder to do when they're actually good, right? Like it might be hard to do like it's, it's you don't need Luckily we don't have that problem yet <laughs> right um or if he meant like in like the world it, there's more hopes and dreams in the world i don't know what the hell kevin fine is seeing in the in the, <laughs> in the, in the non-rutgers world to have optimism i don't know what he's talking about um but uh i, I mean i was saying earlier that you know we got we got we're going to be throwing out suspensions left and right in the coming months and maybe the podcast will be over i have no idea Whoa! This is not a, this is not a preordained suspension. You have to deserve a suspension, Max. You can't just. I say we. I just say we might be throwing out suspensions left and right. It, it might just... That's true. We no, but that's accurate. We we have. I think we've talked about this off air. I mean, I think we felt that the pod has gotten a little bit too loosey goosey. So we're going to be a little bit tighter with our standards. Um, and we have kind of behind the scenes. <laughs> we have standards. So we, who's going to Adam? We talked this. We've created a kind of behind the scenes standards. Uh, of action for this podcast and if you break it there will be consequences um so who is my it's gonna be me and who's my co-host gonna be can i like can i have like rotating co-hosts maybe i get aaron patel i if you i mean <laughs> hashtag free ap <laughs> sure if you but you know what we'll have a well i mean and that would an be entire, by the way i will gladly i will gladly suspend myself just to hear that <laughs> gladly yeah, and i barely show up so i mean that's in the bag um, all right, this is from uh, DIMTS. I never know how to say. It. I, I think his name's Mike Michael. I don't know. He's one. He's one of our longtime listeners. Uh, what is the real world uh, slash normal life equivalent of tracking down and dunking a loose ball after the game is over? Um. <laughs> uh, so what's the equivalent about doing something that like? 
is insignificant but kind of significant where you're not really like the star of the show you're not help you're, like, you're not or you're not you're not really helping but you're kind of like making it seem like you're doing something voting democrat in new jersey in a presidential election hey oh coming up on you're like one of those last people that comes up on stage for like an emmy and then you take it from somebody and at the end you say something funny walking off the stage on the microphone or it's like when when someone's like hold me back hold me back like you're not actually gonna get in a fight but like yeah. you're like you're, you're telling people to hold you back or like or maybe it's like if if there's like a spill or something like if if some kind of spill and there's a tiny bit left and like your significant other or someone else has yeah, been cleaning was, it up and oh. then you just like get like the last little speck on the ground. It's like, oh, I... No, no, I got it. I got it. Don't yeah. bend down. Don't bend down anymore. I'll, I'll get that last, get wait, that wait. last bit. I, I got it. I got it. What about having the athletic director of a school on your podcast but not asking him a single hard question? <laughs> wow. Mike just comes <laughs> on and starts just swinging... Throwing haymakers, throwing throwing axes lands. and haymakers and whatever. Listen, I, I I'm just that's a hypothetical. I, I mean, like maybe the Scene Hall podcast did that. I don't know. What is the Scene Hall podcast? What would that be? Do called? they have the Scene Hall have a podcast? Yeah, I think that was it for the, the blue boat. The listener sent we only questions. Had two questions? Uh, that, no, there, that was like oh no, there was something like, from the core club. Hold on, I gotta I gotta bring it up. Um. So the Rutgers Court Club asks, would you rather purchase a quarter zip? Wait, would you rather or purchase a quarter zip or court club hat before tomorrow's deadline should be a long topic of discussion? I don't like the quarter zip. I know it's like the, the attire of Rutgers dads, like over 40, and not that I'm over 40, but I don't like the quarter zip. I need my hoodies need to have a zipper all the way down. I don't like sweatshirts. I don't like hooded sweatshirts without a zipper. So I'm not a quarter zip guy. I also don't pay for hats. I don't think I've paid for a hat in a long time. Yeah, I stopped wearing hats a, a long time ago. Um, I don't. Well, I still mind. wear hats. I just don't pay for them. I I'd like to. I I do like the quarter zip. I gotta say, I don't. I mean, half zip or nothing, really. That's Wait, half? You like half? What's love, the point of a half love... zipper? What? Why? Like, it's either full zip or no zip. Why? Yeah, what, you some, what's so half? You get some breathability off. in yeah. the neck. You get the breathability in the neck, but you still get your, you know, your lower torso covered. But you can do that with the zipper. Like, you can just zip it up, zip it down. The zipper gives you all sorts that's, of flexibility. That's too much agency for some people. I think we can, yeah. Um, let's see. We had, I think, was that it? That might have been it. That might have been it for the uh, listener, sent, uh, listener sent questions. Uh, yeah, it is. Good talk. Yeah. We have any non uh, sports, any non Rucker stuff to get to? We, we, uh, we played the song. I, we had angry. I Adam. think we've we've talked about this a lot with uh, desserts. Uh, my parents brought over really really good like uh, specialty cupcakes. Are we fans of specialty cupcakes? Yes, specialty okay. cupcakes good. Cupcakes cu- cupcakes cupcakes. You know what I don't like about the specialty cupcakes, generally speaking, is that the icing. There's too much icing. No, the icing is the best part but I don't, of any I, cake. I don't want like four inches of icing. Like I'm just eating, it just feels like I'm eating butter. Like, Yeah, so this was this is what happened yesterday. We split them up into quarters so that everybody could try all the different ones, Max. And so you wind up using a fork more often um, than not. And at the end, you're, you're just scooping icing. And it's, that's it's what pretty I want. good. It's that's pretty what good. I want to be. But at. after a couple, like, that is a, that's, a, that's a lot of sweetness. 
And uh, all right, Max, a little uh, much. Put, put up two poll questions. Oh, sure. What's the best part of a cake or a cupcake? And then you put icing or the cake. And well, then, cake or cupcake or well, cake I mean, slash, like cake cupcake? slash cupcake. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And then second question, once you're done with that, uh, is there such a thing as too much icing? Okay. Um, you know what I prefer I, over, I like, over cupcakes? Like donuts. Give me, give me a good designer like donut. Spe- give me yeah, a good specialty, specialty donut like. yeah. over a specialty cupcake. Well, you also get a lot, you know, a lot more surface area in the donut um, than you do on a cupcake. It's usually a lot easier to eat a donut that's got a lot more on it than a small cupcake. Uh, but I'll have either. I will have yeah. either. I like, I mean, I like I mean, Adam and I once went to donut bar in San Diego oh, back yeah, great before there was a spot. podcast. Oh. I think we didn't really talk that much at that point. It was kind no, of no, that was, that was like when you probably still enjoyed to like randomly, you got excited to be like, Oh, maybe I'll, I'll see Adam. I haven't seen him in a while. Wait, you I ran into like, him or you purposely went to the place together or you ran into yeah, each yeah, other? We did. No, we we met, oh, okay. went. That was Mike stays boy back covering the Mets. We were in San Diego. Wait, someone actually employs Mike to do like real journalism? That's surprising. Uh, Shockingly. Wow. Mike is, I, I've told Mike this before. Mike has, is a, has a lot of popularity in my workplace. There are a ton of Knicks fans that I get a lot of tell your boy Vorganov this, tell your boy Vorganov that. Like, the and, only- I, and Adam, as I've told you many, many times, <laughs> you can give them my phone number if they'll put me on TV. Still I will do on my that. own I'm direct still working tech on service. That. I've, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to pounce. I'm waiting for the right opportunity. <laughs> You've been saying that for we'll... two years. Mike's been trying to get on TV for two years, and Adam keeps saying, I'm waiting for the right opportunity. I'm waiting for the right opportunity. There is no right opportunity. NJ.com is like $10 a month for their tech service. I will do it for free 99 if you put me on air. They don't care who goes on their network. You shouldn't care. It's debatable. You're I, not, I you're you. not I George M. MLB. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. I'm still Rob Manfred on. would never know if I came I'm still, on. I'm still working on it. <laughs> Bud Selig doesn't even watch TV. Uh, potato he, salad. He TV, it's on Fox News, and he turns it off. That's it. Potato salad is bad. Uh, potato salad, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't like it's potato bad, salad. Right? It's just always bad. I, I, I'm not. Like, I mean, the only thing, what was it? Was like the only saving grace of sometimes potato salad is when they put like chunks of bacon and cheese in potato salad. I just, I, you know what? I, I'd rather have. Macro- even then, it's not that. G- good. Give me a good macaroni salad, a good pasta salad. Um, I mean, it's just I don't think the the mayonnaise and the potatoes and the potatoes mix well together. I don't think it works. Alexa, light on. Uh, Adam, is is your um, significant other your British significant other at home? Uh, she is. I don't know if she's even awake still right now. Let me. Uh, let me. I was gonna say I just found mine. Maybe we can finally do our great uh, segment. <laughs> let, keep let calm me, and query on. Hold, hold on one second. You guys, you guys chat. All right, let's chat. Max. Yeah. This is chatting. Chatting. You and I don't ever really chat. That's that's one of the secrets behind this podcast. Max and I don't ever talk in person outside of this podcast. We G-chat. We text message. Uh, we scheme occasionally to foil other people. <laughs> but we, we don't actually have conversations. So this is probably the most social thing we do, to be honest. Um. Yeah. I mean, you know, since the whole you can't, you know, you're not seeing people thing. Um, so, yeah, it is kind of we've done the podcast before without Adam. Um and it went, it went it went it went pretty well. I think it went pretty well. Um, I mean, we could talk some NBA. I mean, I would do that. But Adam seems to be back. I think we're doing this. Are we doing this? 
All right. I think I think we're doing this. Okay. I think I think we are doing this. All right. So we're finally doing. I don't this. have I don't have any an intro for this. Um, I don't know what I signed up for. <laughs> neither does I don't neither either. But Charlie. all I know is that I'm going to get out of the way because I have no idea what's going on. Um, so this is keep calm and query on. And Mike, query why don't you why don't you explain what this uh, what this segment is because I don't really understand it. All right. Well, hi Charlie. Hi. Official voice of the podcast. <laughs> so uh, you know, if listeners at home, if you don't know, um, Charlie is British, um, and you know. I have a lot of questions for her, and um, my wife, who probably is not British, um, although she is British adjacent to some degree, if you follow the history of the UK. I was about to say, is she bitter at, at Charlie? Do we have some some uh, things to hash out here? Yeah, if this turns into like a blood feud situation, like, I, I don't know, we'll see. But we've been watching a lot of The Crown lately, and I thought it would be fun to just kind of ask you questions from what we've seen about The Crown and uh, and see how real or fake they are. Um, and Charlie, maybe you can kind of explain it to us. That, that's it. That's that's what uh, I intend keep calm and query on to be. No pressure. First of all, what do you think of the segment name "Keep Calm and Query On"? It's impressive. I like Thank you. the thought behind it. Thank you. Adam and Max didn't like it, so I, I already oh. count this as a win. Yeah. Um, okay. So, Rupali will ask a question. Uh, first, I'll ask a question. Um, is there actually a queen? It's correct. There's a queen. Yeah. Some, sometimes you're never sure watching TV. It's crazy. Yeah, I can confirm. Do you I guys once with my own eyes? Really? Can mm-hmm. you tell us about that? I think it was her. Elizabeth. Golden saw... Jubilee. Okay. And she drove past me in the car. Wow. Mm. True wow. story. That's exciting. Do you do you guys have like photos of her in your house in your home? Your Do you know, like a shrine? Maybe we should. Maybe we should. What about like in your home back in, in England? No. No. Okay. Sorry to disappoint. You have anything? <laughs> you no, know, you're, you're, getting, you're getting nervous about these British questions. Why? Here's the question <laughs> I don't get. So Philip is mm-hmm. her husband. Mm-hmm. She's the queen. Why isn't he king, but just like a king without king powers? It's a really good question. Yeah. We had to Google it, right? Yes. Yeah. So uh, I think what was the the main reasoning? Well, well obviously uh, the the lineage or whatnot, they don't want it, I guess, associated with non like Windsor people. He can't be just like named. I don't. I don't remember the exact reasoning for why they can't name him king. But what the confusing part is is that in like the crown, when you had like King George and everything they call the wives queens. Yeah, there's like three queens, but there's no right. kings. Yeah, I don't I don't really have a great answer we for that. Um, you can go yeah, you can google it real quick. Also um, Philip and Elizabeth are actually related and they share a common an- uh, ancestor, Queen Victoria. It was Victoria, Ooh, right? So scandalous. He, wait, so why can't he be king? Choice? So why can't he be king if he is in line for the throne, mm. he might be really far down, but he's in line for the throne. Mm. But he's but he's not in line for the throne, though. He, he can never be in line for the throne. But I'm just saying, no, let him based, be king. Based on Queen Victoria, like he might be like 300th in line for the throne. Oh, all right, well, but he has some kind of, of 
Have you seen Have you seen Philip lately? By the way, not looking yeah. too. Yeah, <laughs> he's but he's still around. He's ninety two ish. With, like with, with all due respect, I think I'm supposed to say that about royalty in the English family. With all yeah. due respect, but he looks like shit, Philip. Wow, <laughs> he looks like a corpse. Wow, wow. <laughs> yeah, see, even she said wow. it. They could probably, the they could probably ex- one. <laughs> Can they excommunicate her for saying that? I don't know. I think so. I think that's allowed based on my understanding of royal law. Yeah, we do have a lot of screwies over at the pond. Yeah. Um, Charlie, did you ever vote for Margaret Thatcher? (laughs) How old do you think I am? (laughs) We're not not to that season yet, but I just figured I should get ahead of it. We aren't either. Where are we at? Season three. Season three. Yeah, that's where we are. So you got to season three, episode one. Yes. Spoiler alert. I'm not going to go into detail. But how much of a mind fuck was that? Yeah, massive. We can't, we're only on, we just finished episode two, right? Of season three. Not feeling it, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, same, same. I'll be honest. I still haven't gotten there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I didn't know who was supposed to be who. Mm-hmm. And I like the original characters. I kind of got wedded to them in my mind. Yeah. And I'm comparing the old ones to the new ones, you know? I agree with you. Yeah. Um, so can you explain something to me? Which one is Prince Harry? Which one's Prince William? And who's the next king? <laughs> Prince William is the oldest. Okay. Of Prince Charles's kids. Okay. Is he the one married to the one from Suits? No, that's Prince Harry. Okay. Married to Meghan. Okay. So Prince Charles, who's the Queen's son, is next in line. Okay. And then after him, it would be William. Okay. And then it goes, and then it starts with William's kids. So mm. when William started having kids, Harry got bumped further down. Oof, that's a tough one to take. Tough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I he's married to Meghan, so I think he'll survive, you know? But so are then, uh, which one's the second one again? Prince Harry? Mm-hmm. Are his kids... Oh, his first the Williams. Are Williams' kids the boys? Are they princes already? And the yes. girls. So the mm-hmm. that's got to be weird when Philip is a prince and then also your son's kids, your son's sons are princes. Like and, you guys are an equal. And remember, Philip's not even like a real prince. They, right, that's what know, I'm saying. Liz had to go and you know he whined about it, you think and then you are, yeah. how Liz. That's not what you call her. A little yeah. bit. Mike calls her Lizzie, so. <laughs> she was, yeah, I mean. She's not my queen. Hashtag not my queen. All right, sorry. I'm a little. This I'm is not, a little. I'm not, pro- I'm not proper enough. Yeah. I mean, do you know the proper protocol for when you see the queen of how you enter when you kiss the handshake? No. You bow, curtsy. No, you're uh, supposed you, to give her a high five. You imagine. <laughs> Gets her on the cheek. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, when you first met Charlie's family, did you try a British accent? Uh, no, they've asked me every so often to try and imitate them. And I, I like it's uh, uh, Howie. We give Howie what uh, a Suffolk accent mm-hmm. uh, accent. Oh, yeah. So really? he, he speaks he speaks British. OK, so, that's interesting. I didn't know yeah. that. Mm. Yeah, that's. And <clears throat> so, no, I really can't. You have any questions? Well, we have a real live Brit here. <laughs> There's not that many of them. There's not many of them. <laughs> Okay, that's it. I mean, that's all I got. I, I just got to say, Prince Philip is a salty bugger. He's a salty bugger. You don't like him? I don't think I do. Mm. Who's I your favorite? Who's your favorite character? Uh, you know, I like Margaret a lot. Yeah. I, I didn't like her choice of uh, husband. Mm. Uh, what about Anne? I don't know. 
I still need to know more about Anne. Where are you guys? She's like you, to? she hates everybody. Yeah, but everyone there hates everybody. <laughs> they think they're better than everyone. You guys are up to what episode in season three? So like eight. Oh, hmm. they're beating us. Yeah, but uh, you know they're they're you're making up ground though. You're making up ground. That's all I got. I just those are the questions I have. I'll take more notes next time. Uh, Rupal, you didn't hear us earlier, but uh, very nice job. Mike said that you cut his hair. I did. I'm getting good so job. much better. He looks, well done. He looks very good. He looks very, very suave. I was very nervous. I'm very nervous cutting his hair. You didn't like the man bun? You didn't You didn't uh, want to keep the man bun? He looked disgusting. <laughs> and then his beard on top of it. <laughs> I thought, but the beard looks good now with the hair. Right. But when he had long hair, he just looked like the hobo. All, all fair points. Yeah, <laughs> all fair points. Oh, can we get like a word of the week? Don't. Uh, what would be a, the best word that means one thing in in English vernacular and a different in American? What are some good words? That What's a word for go? bicycle? Bicycle. <laughs> mm, that's different. There you go. <laughs> there you have it. Do you say scissors or skizzers? I don't think anyone says scissors. <laughs> no, yeah. I say scissors. Aluminum well, or you aluminum? Say and mash. What about? Oh, yeah. The, yeah you say aluminum. Mm, aluminium. Aluminium, mm. yeah. I, uh, I, my, Why uh, do you call it chips? Chips? Instead what? of fries. Why do you call it chips yeah. instead of fries? I don't know. Why do you call them but fries? Then you call them crisps. Crisps? No, 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 no. Fries are chips, but chips yeah. are crisps. Crisps. So what are crisps? We don't have that word. You don't have it? Yeah. Yeah, we have. I just bought crisps. But they're chips. But but like but but like you get fish and chips. Right. You know, Mike is very often saying that I stifle <laughs> his creativity on the podcast and I don't let him do anything, and and this is why. <laughs> like the, the, you 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 know what I'm always I and I'm, I, I'm I'm always encouraging him, and he says that I'm not, and uh, I'm going to stop encouraging him. This is what I this is what I get for encouraging Mike. This I actually I applaud Max for how long he's just kind of let this go on. Oh, it's it's del- it's 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 it was delightful down, being like oh, no, what is no, going on? No, it was delightful. Like no, the the, the crown stuff was fine. I, I had no problem with that. I just kind of got out of the way. Mike's been wanting to do it for a while. It, it's when he's yeah. he's recycling the same segment. He's already done this. Mike, you've already Aluminium? done this. You've got, you've done the question about the crisps and the chips. You've done all of this with with Charlie before. Oh, I don't Maybe remember. I... <laughs> Mike only mean? talks about 10 things. <laughs> what does it mean when something's on the wonk? On the what? On the wonk. It's w... broken. No. Close. It might be broken. It's, it's, on, it's, it's, in, it's messed up. It's, uh... it's in trouble. Oh, it's, it's running. Running away. It means it's not straight. So, like, a picture frame oh. might be on the wonk oh. if it's not level. It sounds a little, that sounds a little dramatic. Mm. Yeah. Right, like the, the, the Brits make everything more dramatic. You know they don't. They don't. You guys are. You guys are the other way around. <laughs> right. No, you guys. You guys see. Americans are much more expressive with their body language and their voices, yes. and maybe even their tones. But your language is so much more dramatic. Like there's like a, a like an undertone of Shakespearean drama to every mm. sentence. Mm. That's true. Every time it's a nice day out and we're home, and her mom is always like. The sky is blue, the sun is shining, and like we get it, it's it's fucking nice out today. We're good. Like we're gonna have a fine day. Everybody yeah. relax a little bit. So, yeah. yeah, no, there's definitely there's there's truth to that. Yeah, you got you guys are always over the top in describing yeah. things. You Wait, guys but just, you guys say like like daylight savings, and I'm like, we just you just turn the clock back, like 
Is that what they call it? Home? Put in the clock back? Yeah, you just change the clock. In America, what is it? Savings is like. Here we're just like, hey, this guy's blue. It's a nice day. Like that's what we do here. Yeah. Hey, it's nice. Hey, 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 hey the bad web, eh? How you doing? We're Shout out to Cheddar Bob. Uh, should we end this? Let them hear. Let them hear the song, Max. To, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Play the to song fin- to finish out. Uh, sure, sure. So thanks Take for goodbye, I'm British, Charlie. Like thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Remember, seven and one in December. Jay Bill is saying we were contenders while Ron Harper led the way. Yeah, the bells are ringing. Big Ten champs, we were all thinking as COVID went on in December. But back then it was safe to play. Badia, say do you remember? Badia, winning in December. Badia, but now it's not safe to play. Mama do, 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 mama do. Where is the offense? Mama do can help with the defense. We hit free throws in December, but now it's not safe to play. One contenders, Jacob Young blowing by defenders. No seat in Paul in the calendar, but now it's not safe to play. Badia, Steve, leave on your mask now. Badia, there's no need to pull it down. Badia, because it's not safe to play. There was a Badia, say do you remember? Badia, winning in December. Badia, crushing Danny's dreams each game. Perfect.